This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Hello and welcome to the Simple Politics Podcast. Welcome to all of our listeners, but especially our patrons who are listening a day early and ad-free should they choose to. We don't dictate when you listen. Anyway, hello, Tat and Diane. How are you both? Hello, Charlotte. Yes, good. What an exciting thing can I tell you? Um, uh, come back. I'm going to have to make something up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we always see, have something exciting. Diane, you're, you're, you are so solid and constant, just kind of happily plodding a lot. I just, yeah. I, you know, we don't need we don't need the excitement mm. from you. We just need to know you're there, being Diane and being wonderful. That's all we care about. Okay, well that's good because that's all I've got. <laughs> <laughs> Tatton, how are it's you? Been, I tell you what, I tell you, what, it's been an odd week, isn't it? Like, it like we've had the king, the king getting getting diagnosed with cancer mm. and we were you know it was tea time so I was kind of updating it while I was making meatballs and uh, tomato sauce and which uh, is just an odd story because you know he's a he's he's a man of a certain age and kind of cancer kind of happens and we're all he was just in hospital and that was for his prostate and it, 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 and it, how much we, I remember when the queen was a bit poorly and everyone was like, oh my goodness. And it would, it's not mm. the same with the king now. And in fact, it, take, it took approximately 30 seconds for it, all the chat to become what a numpty Harry is. Mm. And I, it, 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 it's odd. And I was, because there was a pop con, there was a, a launch of another kind of right-wing group of Tories or whatever. And I thought GB News would have the live feed. So I watched GB News for about 20 minutes, hoping they would cut live to this thing. I, I don't, I've, I've never actually watched it before. And literally all they spoke about was Harry. I was like, the guy's not in the news. Why, why, why is this? And clearly the reason they do it is because people like it when they do it, right? That's how free market media works. You talk about the things people want you to talk about. And yeah, it's odd. And you know, we've got Miley Cyrus was being in the news and Ray has been in the news. Yeah, and loads of awards this week, haven't they? Mm. Yeah. <sighs> and do we care about awards? Uh, when is that the TV awards, I care. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just, I just, it's been a whole week that's made me feel confused about life. And actually, I feel confused about life almost <laughs> all the time anyway. 
but it's been it's been that kind of that kind of week. Yes, it has. But one thing we can help make less confusing is the world of politics. So let's oh, you're smooth. You're so smooth. Week in, week out. Yeah. Let's move on to the top posts of this week. So this is where we look at the posts that have been most popular on our page this week. Tatten, what was our third most popular? Well, it was Internet Safety Day, World Internet Safety Day uh, this week. And we were, we were talking a lot about how we were going to cover it and what we were, what we were going to do. And uh, my partner, the wonderful Katie, was, is a teacher and she, she did a, a really boring lesson, she said. Oh, and, I mean, I think most of her lessons are probably quite dull. Um, but she said she did a really boring lesson on uh, AI. And she's got year three, so they're quite little yeah, to talk about it. Yeah. And she was saying that what, what we need to do is talk. Mm. If you see something on the internet, talk about it with somebody like always, and and then Meta basically did the same thing for for, for adults because they said they're going to talk about AI. So every time there's an AI image, they're going to put a little sticker on it that says this is AI because they've worked out how to do that. I presume they've worked out how to do that. Sometimes they do make these announcements without really knowing how to it's, do it. But it's coming. They're going I think to everyone. Yeah, and it's one of those. It's like it's coming. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> they've got people kind of sitting in offices with fuzzball and beanbags kind of working on it right now. They, yeah, I mean, I don't think there's, there's much to say about it. If they're going to stick at AI pitches, I mean, it, it's difficult because at the moment, a lot of the AI ones are obviously AI. Um, you can really tell that the, the Pope in a puffer jacket. Yeah. Apparently. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Like, <laughs> Donald Trump being arrested, all, this all stuff. those ones, you know, the, but, that did but, happen. Though. But yeah, but then they get liked and shared, and that's the, not a image of it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So we're going to get a label at some point because this stuff is bad, and so they Meta are going to be the the good guys, mm. <laughs> as if. <laughs> <laughs> On that note, Diane, what was our second most popular post of the week? Okay, number two is all about teeth. Oh, we've talked about this so many times. We've talked about self-dentistry this year, or in the past 12 months, certainly. We've talked about kids turning up at A&E because of tooth decay. That's the number one reason um, for six to 10-year-olds. We've talked about all this stuff. It feels like it's been bubbling for a while, this whole thing that NHS dentistry is broken and teeth are becoming sort of another marker of inequality in a way so you can either afford to go private for your dentistry or you can be queuing around a block for three days like people in Bristol were this week and you know that that that's it so government responded this week and it's kind of too if how can I put it it's a little bit like papering over some of the cracks okay so it's like what can we do in the worst areas to get people in on NHS lists um, in rural and isolated areas where you currently don't have anyone taking on NHS can we get these I think Tatten you described them as like uh, dental buses or vans coming in who are gonna park vans, up park yeah. up and say lie back let's see what we can do <laughs> in a car park somewhere <laughs> you see in my head in my head they've got kind of greasy overalls on <laughs> while they do this yeah yeah why not um yeah 
I, I think it's probably going to be better than that. Yeah. Like if, uh, if yeah, you, on, on a serious level, mm. I've given, I've previously given blood in a um, mobile. In fact, when I worked at Parliament, they used to they used to drive the mobile give blood units mm -hmm. in, and they're excellent. And um, I mentioned Casey Reddish here had a. Um, a CT scan or one of the scans where you go in you, your whole body and there's like magnets that go around you mm. and that was in a, in a van. mobile one yeah. and they drive them from hospital to hospital to, to get them done. So 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 while I'm being slightly tongue-in-cheek, you, you can have very good quality. Mm -hmm. Like those machines are like millions, aren't they? Mm -hmm. These kind of, these scanning machines. So they can be very, can very be good. can be good. And I, you know, something clearly needs to be done. But I don't think this recovery plan and especially from if if you saw the exchanges in the Commons yesterday, it's not serving the long term crisis of NHS dentists leaving. It's not It's not going to provide more dentists, but it's definitely there's cash incentives to get some people seen more quickly. But you know, for 240 dentists, that's one percent of the of, you know of, of dentists operating out there. But certainly, it's something for the worse off areas. But we had um, a dentist write into us yesterday, very new to the profession, and she tried to break down sort of what's happening in a way to just just for our understanding to, to to help. She'd seen the post and said, "Let me just tell you how how it is in reality, working on NHS contracts, and it's really complicated. It's so complex the system, the contract system for NHS currently. You know the levels and the things that you have to do to hit to get your money back for seeing an NHS patient is so complicated and she said you know she's really keen she loves her work she's passionate about it but it is it still feels broken because even when you get the money for NHS dentistry you're then you know splitting that with your practice you've got a huge license to practice to pay you've got insurances there's so many kind of obstacles making it complicated and making it difficult that she's saying sort of in all of this don't forget dentists want to do a good job a bit like the doctors and nurses all of that this is about how it feels to go into work every day and while this stuff will will do something maybe for the long queues around the blocks dentistry still needs more it still needs more so i mean we're talking about radical reform of the way we we do dentistry, aren't we? Mm. This government at this stage are not about to radically reform anything. They can talk about yeah. it maybe after the election. Should Rishi Sunak still be the prime minister next year? Maybe then they would. They there there is scope to do it, but changing it all. I mean, it's going to be a good several year project. Mm to get round and, and, and rip it up and start again, which it sounds like it was what we need to do. And Labour, I mean, Labour are talking about they've got a plan, they like to talk about their plan, but that's not radical reform either. Mm. So maybe at this point we can hope that after the election, whoever gets in can go, right, let, let's sort this out. Because it's it's just another thing when we when we feel as a country, that everything's going wrong. It's another thing that's going wrong. Mm. And, and it's, not, it's not like the rest of health, because it's, it's not as expensive to go private 
So a lot of people are going private. A lot of people do go private because, yeah, in terms of cost, it's not like get, getting you know an operation done privately, which can cost thousands, thousands, thousands of pounds. It's more achievable. So more, more, a much higher percentage of the population does go private, which means that it's easier not to think about the people who don't. Yeah, agree. Yeah, which all. And yeah, I mean the two. I think I think but the thing the thing uh, that everyone agrees on is we need to encourage more dental hygiene away from the dentist. Mm. Talking about toothbrushing, you know, like encouraging it because it's just these things get lost mm. in the weird world of twenty twenty four. Things get lost on the way, and we can't be losing our dental health because it really matters. Well, Labour have been talking for a while about encouraging, having lessons in school about toothbrushing, and now the Tories have announced that that's what they're going to do as part of this. So, And there were comments on the Post yesterday that said that, that that's already happening. Mm, in some, yeah. So yeah, it might not be places. mandated at the moment, yeah. but, but yeah. schools are doing it. Yeah. So a point of agreement between the parties. Lovely to see. Isn't that nice? <laughs> Tatton, what was our most popular post of the week? Oh... Our, our, our most popular post of the week was um, was from Esther Gay, who who was on Laura Koonsberg's show on Sunday morning. And I must admit, when I saw she was on, because I always have a look on Saturday who's going to be on so I can get mm. all excited for political cut and thrust. And I was like, oh gosh, we've got a grieving mother. This is this is this 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 isn't the kind of politics that I really want to be. Well, want to be spending my Sunday morning sharing, but she was so amazing and so strong and so brilliant. Yeah, I mean, you know, you know me. I'm, I'm a weeper at the best of times, but I was just absolutely sobbing on the sofa mm. on Sunday morning. Uh, she was talking about smartphones. She was saying that we need to have under sixteen smartphones that have no social media apps on them, so they can call, they can message, they can even play games, mm. but. They can't, they can't engage in all the social media stuff. And th that's her campaign at the moment. The thing is, these phones exist. Mm. They already exist, but no one uses them. No, because like, they're, not, they're not cool, are they? Because people, I mean... Yeah. That... And they get, I mean, they get used in year five. Mm. A lot of people might get these kinds of phones when they're in primary school. Mm. My kids didn't get phones until year six. In fact, my youngest is still in year, year four. And so he keeps talking about when he gets a phone in two years' time. It's very cute. Um, but often those first phones are like that. But by the time they're at secondary, mm. by the time they're in, you know, year nine, they want to be on it. And it's, it, it, it's hard. So, so the only way to do it would be to make it compulsory. And that's hard to enforce. But it might go some way to doing it, even if it's hard to enforce. If it changes the behavior of 80% of the people, and that's keeping 80% of the people safer, I guess. Mm. And then the other 20%, you know, whatever. But it's, it's a hard sell, and it's a campaign that's got a long way to go before anyone mm -hmm. thinks that it might be a goer. But you understand where she's coming from, yeah. and this idea of keeping people safe. Yeah. And it might mean that more people... We might not ever get to the point where you have to have an under-16s phone, but there might be more monitoring 
on phones. There might be a halfway house between what she's 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 asking for mm-hmm. and what what happens mm. where there is more monitoring, less social, more whatever. There was also there were t- the other thing about the smartphones was that there would be an automatic download on the adult's phone for keywords. Key yeah. And this is because this is because of torture. Uh, which uh, Scarlett, I think her name is, one of Brianna's killers, was was watching torture, like actual people being actually tortured on the internet. And these kind of search terms would then be shown and, and you would know that your daughter or whoever was watching torture. And I mean, Molly, oh God, I get so emotional about this stuff, but Molly, Molly took her own life after watching self-harm online and she had searched once, once for self-harm videos and then whatever the platform it was just kept on serving it again and again and again until she ended up dead. And so that those keywords popping up on adults' phones could be incredible. I mean, we're talking about AI images and Meta saying they're going to label AI images while their algorithms are also killing people. Like, it's disgusting. And we need to do... We need to do more about it. Mm. And then this all rumbled on into PMQs. And Diana, I don't know if you want to talk about this. Yeah, so Esther was at PMQs, um, Brianna's mum. She'd come, she was due to meet with Keir Starmer um, later that day, and I believe they did. And at PMQs, it you know, we posted on this last week. It's been appalling for, for weeks. It's been just tetchy and bad-tempered and not okay, not talking about ideas and policies in the way that we would expect something that's meant to hold a PM to account to, to be. It's not that, and that's why we haven't posted on it for, for quite a while. But yesterday, Rishi Sunak made a jibe around Keir Starmer's definition of a woman, you know, on the very day that Esther was there to see PMQs. And obviously, that's not cool. And it's not a good example for the PM to set. And there are calls for him to apologize. And he was offered the chance to do that. Uh, An MP raised that actually at the time and said, do you want to you know, maybe take that back or say something different. Um, And he said some very, very lovely things about Esther, but he didn't actually apologize. So it's, yeah, yeah. But he makes this joke nearly every week. And, you know, I don't, it's always bad. Yeah, it's always always unkind. Yeah. And you've got to remember, you know, okay, Esther was there yesterday, but PMQs doesn't happen in a vacuum. Mm. Every week there can be people watching who are the parents or loved ones of, you know, trans people who have Very true. been killed or been abused. We also have a trans MP. So the fact that, I mean, it's great that people are calling him out this week, but why not all the other weeks? That's what's been bothering me the past 24 hours. Like, why was it not okay yesterday, but it's okay every other week? And no one bats an eyelid. Fair point. Fair point. I find it especially 
Because legally, right, we already have rules, laws about people who change their gender, right? Mm -hmm. The Gender Reform Act is a thing. And it says you can change your gender without having had surgery, right? That's officially a thing, which means by law, a woman can have a penis. By law. That's... So anyone saying that a woman can't have a penis is incorrect legally, regardless of morals, regardless of ethics or anything else. And so, so all of this kind of falling over each other that happens in the Conservative Party that happens, you know, Kerry Badenoch in particular, saying we know what a woman is. Like, well, the law is, yes, we do know what a woman is, and it's not what you're saying. So this whole discourse isn't based around a legal system that we have. It's so odd. And, you know, Sunak this week made that comment, and I'm sure, I'm sure it was just scripted and it didn't even think, and, you know, like, Charlie, you're right, like, it's it's incorrect all the time, but I don't think he considered the Brianna link. And then he made this bet on Monday, it, it feels like, like, what's going on with him? Mm. Is he just falling apart under the pressure? Is Why he... don't we discuss that in PM Watch? Yes, let's do it. Was that shut up time? Let's We're coming do it, to this. let's do it. <laughs> yes. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it... <clears throat> a real POS. You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com system. If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. So, yes, this is the mailbag. Um, and this is your opportunity to ask us questions. Um, and we'd love to hear from you. So first of all, we're... Ugh. So first of all, we have a question from Nigel. What does Britain look like a year from now if the Tories win the next election? Let's ask both of you. I'm going to give you both one minute each to have your predictions of what Britain will look like a year from now if the Tories win the next election. Who wants to go first? Uh, I'll go first. I'll kick us off this day. Go on, John. Go on, John. I was just going to say, I think um, 
if the Tories win the next election a year from now, I mean, the country will be in shock. It's not going to happen. Look at the polls. <laughs> it would be a country going, what, what, what? That was nothing like what was predicted. No, it's just incomprehensible. Okay. So you're not even going to entertain an imagined future. Nope. Okay. No. Go on, Tatton. <laughs> Well, I mean, I can see it happening. I think, I think it's possible. I think that today we've seen the Labour Party walk away from a, like a massive key part of their manifesto. Um, I think that the Labour Party are a mess. They're currently any other, any other anyone that's not the Conservative, so that's why, they, that's why they are where they are. I think it's very easy for them to, to collapse. I don't think it's going to happen, but I think it's, it's possible, at least. What will Britain look like? Well, a year from now... We will only have just have got past the election, but we will have had the King's speech and we'll have a rejuvenated Rishi Sunak making changes, making plans. He says he's the change candidate, doing things like maybe we're talking about reform in the dentist, the NHS dentistry things. He will, you will see a lot of policies and a lot of ideas coming out of how to change Britain for the better under a Conservative government. There we go. Sadie has asked... How will voting work for the popular Conservative Party members at the general election, i.e. will the existing MPs step down and run in their current constituencies for popcorn? He wants to Ah, uh, Sadie, this. no, no, you've, uh, you've, you, 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 you've been misled here. It's just a bunch of Conservative MPs who agree on things. They're still Conservative MPs. They're not officially, it's not... They, they won't have popcorn on their their name. They're just they're just they're just conservatives. They're just people within the Conservative Party who would like to see it move a little bit to the right. In fact, we didn't really see many promises or anything they really wanted to do. Uh, the existence of a group rallying around Liz Truss just amazes mm. it. Just amazes me. Mm. Like she had had she had her chance. Mm. She got voted in as leader. She became prime minister and she was so terrible, she was outlived by a lettuce, right? This, it didn't work. And, and she's now, I mean, what, a year later? Like just over a year later, leading a group, suggesting that her ideas are the ones they should follow. I, we've all got our own ideologies and, you know, I'm sure she believes it, but her project failed so spectacularly. I find it amazing that there's now all these people who want to give her another go. Is that what they want? I don't know. But they're, they're not a new political party. They're just a group of conservative MPs. Who are popular, according <laughs> to themselves. Self-declared, um, yeah. <laughs> yes, self-identified. See, see uh, people, people frequently try and say we're not populist. Like populist isn't a label that people want. So popular is not quite populist, but no. I don't know what else it means. It's it's mm. I, it's just I don't think they're going to be hugely. I don't think they're going to have much impact on very much going forward. But the Tories have a lot of groups within them, don't they? That aren't they separate parties. They just yeah. groups of MPs that band together. So there's the European Research Group, the Common Sense Group. Northern, the One Nations, Northern Powerhouse, the One Nations, yeah. There we go. So and the yeah. Nationalists, the Nationalist mm. Conservatives, the Marion, Marion Cates. Mm. 
does those. Yeah. Are the new yeah. Conservatives one as well? Possibly. Is that something else? Yeah. Possibly. Yeah. There's a lot. There's a lot going on. Okay, Amelia asks, do you have any advice for an 18-year-old approaching their first vote? Oh, this is a brilliant question. Oh, Amelia, make sure, first of all, do all the admin bits. Make sure you're registered. If you haven't already, get on there. Get um, Make sure that you will actually be able to do it. Make sure you've got your ID sorted because ID is going to be a thing when it comes to this general mm. election. So make sure, you know, you don't want to rock up for your first ever vote, like amazing, and then, you know, be turned away. So make sure you've got all the like necessary factors in play and then enjoy it. Read everything. Watch everything. This is like a big moment. You're a decision maker. This is cool. And, you know read our page obviously we'll break down policies see what what parties most suited to you and um yeah make sure you get that polling station selfie at the end uh although you're not, not allowed what, taking not photos outside. inside outside yeah, yeah. <laughs> outside yeah just don't um, don't make Amelia. the mistake of taking a photo <laughs> from the booth I don't, I don't know where you live, Amelia. Um, it'd be odd if I did. But you might have a vote in May as well. May might be your first vote for in a local or mayoral or police and crime commissioner vote. Um, so consider that a nice little warm-up, a limber-up for the big general election vote. Two in a year. Never done it before. Two in a year. Smashing it. Nice. Okay, let's move on to PM Watch. So we have already talked about PM's performance at PMQs. But yeah, Tatten, what else has Rishi been up to this week? Well, I mentioned it earlier, this odd bet. He went in and did and did this interview with Piers Morgan. And at, like Rishi Sunak has been doing a lot of interviews recently. Mm. Normally, like you see ministers or even prime ministers do the rounds. So they'll do on a, on a, on a, any given Tuesday morning, they might go and do ITV's morning TV show and then Radio 5 and then BBC One and then Radio 4 and Times Radio and all of this. And they do it all in about an hour and a half yeah. with about 10, 15, 20 minutes on each. But right now, Rishi Sunak is doing kind of one-off interviews with places he did um he did five live the other day he's done this morning he did, he did this morning um, with rylan Piers morgan he's he did this morning with rylan yeah. and then he popped up on Piers morgan's talk tv and lots of people have said that talk tv is like a nothing tv channel and no one watches it and actually i don't think that's true because i go on talk tv sometimes and so i think it's pretty blockbuster um a pretty serious place for serious people but away from the serious place and serious people is Piers Morgan. His show is far and away the biggest thing on Talk TV, and um, and it's the only time it often really appears on TV ratings or whatever. But Rishi Sunak went on, and it's just it was it it wasn't very comfortable because Piers Morgan's whole shtick is being laddie and quite confrontational and just loving to talk about Piers Morgan. And when Piers Morgan's got the Prime Minister opposite him, it's quite awkward watching Piers Morgan talk so much about Piers Morgan and not kind of about the Prime Minister. And Rishi Sunak just totally gets sucked into this, this laddie, laddie vibe. And then... When Piers Morgan, which is which Morgan has clearly been been planning the whole time, asks him to put a thousand pound bet on 
Suna, of course, says yes, because he's just in this kind of yes, yes, peers kind of kind of mode. Um, and I, to be fair, the bet is a thousand pounds to refugee charities. It isn't a thousand pounds into each other's pockets. Mm-hmm. It's you'll give a thousand pounds, which which does get lost and does change it a little bit. Mm-hmm. It's not about, he's not now, Rishi Sunak has been suggested that Rishi Sunak is now working to get a thousand pounds into his own pocket by sending people to Rwanda, but that's not the case. And it's it's obviously crass. It's obviously not nice to have politicians betting, especially when we're talking about sending sending people to a country which some court has said is not safe, even though the law now will, might well say is safe. It's just... It doesn't stick right. No. It's also a lot of money. And, mm. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's it's the same week as people have got their final, final because they're stopping, cost of living crisis, Payment. £300. Yeah. yeah. Payment, yeah. yeah. And it's like, well, like, what's it, three, three of them just chucked away. Now, it is going to charity, which is good. Mm. Yeah. But it didn't feel right. No, it's a judgment thing, isn't it? And it does make you question what, Rishi was thinking because obviously media training for prime ministers and ministers and all the rest of it would lead you to believe that there are going to be interviewers who are thinking about that. What's going to be the 30, 60 second clip that comes from this whole interview and what's going to make it like hit the headlines tomorrow and they're going to want to do something or get you to like say something that's going to be big. And he should be looking out for that stuff or at least no, notice it, you know, <laughs> be like. Mm. But I think he wants to be, I think, well, I think it was a mistake. and I think he, he said he regrets it afterwards, mm. but I think he wants to be a man of the people. Mm. And so I think if he, and, and I think he was, I think he was, I, I've watched the interview. He just kind of gets sucked into it. Like he just he's going along for the ride. It's like, do you want to bet? Yeah, I'm gonna have a bet. It's gonna happen, you know. Because he's, if he, and I believe he does, think that the Rwanda policy is a way to stop the boats. Everyone can agree those boats are a tragedy. If he thinks those are that the Rwanda policy is a way to stop the boats, then it's a good policy, in his eyes, and he wants to make it happen, and he wants so. He sees he sees it all as a win, mm. right? He does. He see, he sees he says it is a, a safe country because he's been there and they've got checks in place. They've put checks in place to make sure it's a safe country for the people we send there, and they've done this and they've done that and they've done that. So he he he, he it's a safe country. We're going to make it work. And someone says, "Do you want to bet?" He's like, "Yeah, damn straight, let's do it." Right. And yes, it, it was it was it was a stupid thing to have done. And he regrets it. And he said he regrets it. And then we get to the the the, the Brianna Gray's mum, Esther, Esther Gay. And that's another I mean, I don't know if I don't know how intentional or how unintentional that was. But we've got we've got. Like I said, I said, earlier, it just it's, it, these things are slipping here. Mm. Yeah, not been Sunak's finest week. I think that's fair to say. But what about next week? What's in your crystal ball for the next week, Tatten? 
we've got actual by-elections next week. Um, two, two seats that are currently Conservatives. I don't see how they can stay Conservative. I think at the moment, if anyone in the country has a vote, the number of people that actually put a cross next Conservative box is pretty slim. Be interesting to see how well reform do. Yeah. Um, uh, and the Liberal Democrats, if they've, it's not been looking great for them recently. Mm. So be, see, you know, will they come, come ahead? Will Labour just sweep to victory by miles in both? By-elections are great. They're absolutely great because they actually tell you very, very little, but you can read into them all, all you like. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, all sorts. Uh, nice. Yeah. 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 So that's, that, that's what I'm looking forward to. Diane, what's in your crystal ball? I just think we're going to hear loads and loads about Ukraine from now on in, um, basically till the end of the month. It's two years coming up. It's it's coming up to the actual date when um, when Russia invaded on the 24th. You know, obviously things are still, you know, ongoing. We're, they're, they're still at war. The UK is still providing support and aid. And it's just incredible to think back to those first months and how naively short term I imagined the whole thing to be. And when it was, can you take Ukrainian for six months, six months, you know, and maybe this will all be over and it's very much not. And the world feels probably less stable than it did back then. So expect lots of that. But can I just say, because that's a bit of a downer to kind of, put it on a positive it's also pancake day next week <laughs> so and Yay. valentine's day on wednesday if you're the kind of person who has a partner who expects that kind of stuff then don't forget it's wednesday are they the, are they, are they the same day a PSA. No. you get to eat your pancakes uh, no, first pancake days on tuesday <laughs> Yes. Yeah, you pancakes first. It's <laughs> yeah. okay. not great though if you take part in Lent, if you give up chocolate for Lent and then you've got Valentine's Day the next day. Anyway, <laughs> we'll leave that dilemma to you guys. Thank you very much, Tat and Diane. Thank you, Charlotte. Well, thank you very much. <laughs> and thank you, lovely listeners. We hope to see you again next week. Bye. Bye, 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 bye. Bye, everyone. just heard a stripped media production. Hi, my name is Kay Adams, and to be honest, I'm not so good with the ageing process, so I enlisted my old chum, the filter-free Cara McKenzie, to advise. Could you imagine being a porn star? The room would need to be really hot for me to strip <laughs> off. To be honest, she's not much help, but she is rather amusing. And along with some great guests, Joe Brand, Andy Oliver, Anton Dubeck, Ruth Langsford and Craig Revel Horwood, darling, we are learning how to be 60. Listen wherever you get your podcasts.